Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Fellow adventurers. There's a place in Twithic with quests which I haven't been to yet. This guard tower serves as one of the stations for the private troops of Thane Poland, whose primary task continues to be the restoration of order to the streets of Twithic. A short iron fence surrounds the guard tower, and the gate is closed. Inside the fence, several guardsmen stand about, conversing with one another, while now and again, taking a few moments to scan the crowd that throngs Blade Square. Approach the gate. One of the guardsmen steps forward and greets you cautiously. He asks you what a business, engage in general conversation. In your conversation with the guardsman, you learn he is a soldier who works for a man named Kedin. Apparently, Kedin is the leader of the band of mercenaries who have recently been hired by Thane Poland and have become part of the Thane's private army. We now owe our allegiance to the Thane, says the guardsman, but my first allegiance is to Kedin. Asked to speak to Kedin. Gardam looks you over inquisitively upon hearing your request. He tells you to wait by the gate, and he enters the guard tower. A few moments later, he emerges and opens the gate, allowing you inside. Kedin will see you for a few moments, he says, leading you up to the guard tower and throwing open the large wooden door. You step inside and find yourself standing in a very plain room, with a short table at the very centre. Seated at the table is a, is a tall man with wavy black hair and an unshaven face. He looks up look as you enter and motions for the door to be closed. The guard who escorted you closes the door, leaving you alone, with the, alone in the room with the seated man. I'm Kedin, he says, staring in closely. What is you want? You have a feeling that Kedin probably deals with countless numbers of people each day. So I'll just get straight to the point. Asks to become a member of his troops. 
Winter shows just at Kedwin and states your request. Kedwin looks you very carefully over upon hearing your request. Sully begins to nod. You might have what it takes, Soup, he says, rising from the table and placing both hands on his hips. But I don't need any more than I've already got. What I could use is someone to carry out special tasks to me. The kind of tasks a guardsman get up isn't well suited for you. Are you interested in something along those lines? Find out more about what he has in mind. Kidding tells you he has need of someone to run some special errands for him in the city. He tells you the person he chooses for this post will report directly to him and no one else. These things, as I need done, could get pretty rough. I need to make sure you're up to the task first. Kedden explains that he and his men have signed on to on with Thane Pollard for as long as their services are deemed necessary to control and hopefully eradicate the growing criminal element within Trithic's walls. If you're found to be worthy, the tasks I would give you must be carried out exactly as prescribed, says Kedden. I will pay you myself. Though I will not be able to give you any information regarding their circumstances, other than that, that you will require to see them through to completion. So what do you say, Soup? Alright, I'm interested. Kevin nods grimly. He turns and proceeds down a steep flight of steps back of his chamber, motions for you to hollow, follow him. You descend the stairs right behind the mercenary counter and find yourself standing in a large underground room with a high ceiling. A couple of Kedin's men are seated against the far wall, repairing several pieces of armour. Both of the men leap to their feet and stand at attention as Kedin enters the chamber. Step! Chest the metal of soup! Test the metal of soup here, says Kedin, as he takes up a position in the front room. A muscular man in leather armour steps towards you and nods. Then, without warning, he unsheathes a short sword and rushes at you. You are now locked in combat with Step, one of Kedin's prized warriors. This is not a battle to the death. Kedin is attempting to determine your combat ability. Begin combat. I'm engaging in non-lethal combat. Which means we're both, we're both, we both can do certain powers cannot be used. In fact, any powers, no powers can be used at all. Step tries to pummel you with the hilt of his blade, and I swing my staff, and he falls down to XP. Kedin nods his approval as Steb classes to the floor under a flurry of well-placed blows. Steb concedes defeat, and you reach down and help the large warrior regain his feet. Nice work, smiles Steb, as he proceeds to dust himself off. Kedin also congratulates you on a good fight, and instructs you to follow him from the chamber, bidding a farewell to Steb. You turn and follow Ked, Kedin up the stairs. Any stamina points you've lost during the combat have been restored. I didn't lose any though, but still. 
heading leads you to the top floor of the guard tower and closes both the door by which you entered and the hatch leading to the roof. He is silent for a moment and then begins to speak, keeping his voice low. He tells you the battle he and his men wage each and every day against a growing criminal element within Twithick is a tiresome one. Learn the actions he and his soldiers take against their targets must be approved by Thane Foran. Kedden says that all Thane Foran means well, seeking approval from him for every operation they wish to carry out, slowing down any progress they hope to make. I'll just as soon be done with what we signed on for here. Move on to more profitable ventures. That's where you come in, Soup. Kedim explain, explains that he has a list of several tasks that urgently need to be completed. However, he cannot risk losing, using the troops under his command to carry out the missions. I must now swear that you will keep what we speak of here in strict confidence as Kedim is told Gwyn. I will tell you no more until you've sworn me on that. Okay, I guess so. Guess so, I mean... Hope he's not, you know, getting stabby with people who shouldn't. I shouldn't be getting stabby with. Okay, I'll swear. Can accept your pledge, and a broad smile replaces his previously stern demeanour. Let us get down to the business at hand, he says. The topmost chamber of the guard tower in Blade Square. Kedin explains the details. Your current mission to you. Kenan tells you that his men are involved in a constant struggle in and around Blade Square, with a group of thugs led by a man named Cargier. Cargier is a merchant who runs a trading business of ill repute down by the river docks. According to Kenan, Cargier's thugs have been muffing up both merchants and patrons in Blade Square Marketplace over the past several weeks. And recently, they have grown more bold, even injuring one of Kedin's soldiers. The worst of Cargo's thugs is a man that goes by the name of Ketam, says Kedin. Ketam is described to you as a tall, balding man with a patch over his left eye. Kedim explains that he wants Ketam killed to send a message to Kador and the rest of his men. He tells you when the marketplace in the square closes up just before dusk is when Ketam, the son of Kador's other thugs, make their rounds, wathing up and harassing the merchants. It would be best if you did not attack him in the open of the square, says Kedim. Report back to me as soon as you've accomplished this task. It's worth 25 gold to you. Upon completion, might as well undertake it immediately. As dust approaches, you lurk about the marketplace in Blade Square, keeping your eyes peeled for any sign of Ketam. Through only a few minutes of watching and waiting, your vigilance is rewarded. Pushing their way through the thinning market crowd is a group of four surly, leather-clad men. You recognise the man in the lead as Ketam. He's almost half a foot taller than anyone around him, with a black patch over his left eye. 
His face is drawn into what seems to be a perpetual sneer. The group pauses by one of the market stands and begins to harass to hassle a, young, a merchant and his young son. Ketan becomes belligerent and the merchant refuses to do, to redisplay the merchandise. He's already packed up for the day. He utters a loud list of obscenities and begins pushing and taunting the frightened man. Fortunately, this is the opportunity you've been waiting for. You plan to lure Ketan into an alley between the griffin, ledge, edge, ledge warehouse and the bread maker's shop and deal with him there out of sight. Your mind races as you move to ponder the best way to go about this. So I can use illusion shout an insult at him or rush to the defence of the merchant. No, that's too that's too open. That's too open. Shout an insult. Your cutting insult wings out, and Kedwin turns with attention to the merchant and glares directly at you. He shouts several curses as he moves swiftly in your direction, with his three cohorts trailing trailing close behind. Hey, you! You look effeminate! You look considerably effeminate! You are not as masculine as you think you are. Something like that, perhaps, but, you know, ruder. You turn and dash through. Dash through the thinning crowds of the square and dodge into an empty alley between the alehouse and the breadmaker's shop, taking care that Ketum is able to see where you have fled to. Only a few seconds later, Ketam and three other men burst into the alley, their eyes scouring the shadows for the brazen lad who dared insult them. Ketam scowls upon spotting you and draws a short sword. He tells the other men to watch for any guards in the square as he starts along the alley towards you. This'll only take a minute, he says over his shoulder. Maybe not even that. Without any words, Ketam launches itself at you in a savage frenzy. You find yourself locked in a fight to the finish in the back alleys of Twithick. It's Ketam, and I'm going to kill him. Ketam slashes at you furiously, and I bash at him even more furiously. 2x to weaponry. You step over Ketam's lifeless body and prepare to defend yourself from an attack by his cohorts. To your surprise, the other men step back out of the alley and quickly move off into the crowded square. Peer that your handiwork has made an impression on them. You have no doubt that this Kalgarir of whom Kinnin spoke will soon hear what has happened here. You stoop to examine Ketam's body. On, on Ketam's body, you discover the following things. An iron dagger. Alright. This iron dagger might be a composite weapon, but that's about it. It's of common quality. Short sword. This short sword should be adequate weapon. This weapon is of common quality. So in seven gold tokens. 
Before you head back into Blade Square, you drag Jackson's body to the far end of the alley. We will remain hidden in the shadows. You've little doubt that Kedim and his men will see to his prompt disposal. Without further ado, you step from the alley and into the crowded square. Alright, what's this Griffin Edge note? Like? I've already been there. Back to the guard tower. Approach the gate. One of the guardsmen recognises you and immediately ushers you through the gate and into the guard tower. Once inside, he leads you up to a step set of winding stairs to the topmost chamber of the tower. Kedin welcomes you into the chamber and the guard leaves, closing the door behind himself. You're in the topmost chamber of Bell of Blade Square Guard Tower with Kedin, one of the many mercenary leaders whose troops and services have been hired by Thane Poland. Announce the success of your mission. Kedim nods solemnly and congratulates you on a job well done on hearing of your mission's success. Let's see if this bit of news will make any impression on Calpius as Kedim as he hands over the gold that was promised you. At any rate, the merchants in Blaze Square will be happier now that Ketam won't be making his daily rounds. That's, I got 25 gold tokens and 16 XP to general, because this is a very, very early quest. And thus, the rewards are smaller, because they all were back then. Is he any further tasks? Nothing right now, says Kedem, though he looks pleased at your eager inquiry. Don't worry, though. I'm working on putting some things together. Check back with me soon, Zoop. There's still much to be done before the city is set back in order. Leave the guard tower. Okay, and that... And that is... That's enough for that. And uh, stopping for now. Now I'm going to Moonwolf's camp. It takes nearly an hour to reach the hidden location of Moonwolf's encampment, deep in the forest northwest of Trithic. As you approach, you fear the camp has been abandoned. There is no sign of anyone in or about the makeshift settlement. Certainly, however, two bowmen, their faces blackened with ash and their armour camouflaged with moss and earth, Rise up on either side of you, their bows drawn, and the tips of their arrows pointed squarely at your chest. When you, when they recognise you, they lower their weapons and greet you with a curt nod. In his high tent, high tent in the centre of the camp, you find Moonwolf pulling over a map with Songfoot and two others. The grey-haired leader looks up and greets you with a, with a nod. There is a matter for which I require your services, Soup, he says. All right, there's an adventure for this location. It's called A Wayward Pailment. Moonwolf, the notorious outlaw, a leader of the aptly named Moonwolf's men, has tasked you with retrieving a long overdue payment in gold. And start. Moonwolf told you that nearly a year ago, he and his men, Hoped a merchant who was tra having trouble with a group of highwaymen 
that continu continually plundered his wagons bound for Twithick. Despite the fact that his wagons had now walled and scathed to the outer zone for the better part of ten months, he's not seen his way to make good on the payment we were promised, says Moonwolf, his fingers lightly, tapping lightly on the pommel of the short sword hanging from his belt. I would ask you, ask you to prove your loyalty to us, and to our cause, by exercising from this merchant shrine the gold that is due us. Moonwolf's steely gaze locks on you, and for a brief instance, his demeanour takes on a wild, murderous look, unnerving him, and sending an involuntary chill down the length of your spine. The look fades, and Moonwolf again speaks. There will be a wagon headed to Twithick along Cutnars Road, a few miles north of here. In two days' time, he says. The wagon will be guarded, though I suspect only by hired wasps. The cargo is wine and gold, bound for the city. Take it all. When you ask Moonwolf by what means you are to extract the payment, a faint smile creeps across, across his face, and the grey-haired outlaw slaps you on the shoulder. By any means necessary, Soup, he replies. Can I rely on you for this? Let's use divination. You sense that Moonwolf fully expects that you will have to engage and kill the occupants to the wagon or to plunder it. You also sense he has not been entirely truthful with you with regards to the motive for the robbery. Hmm. Not entirely truthful. He isn't completely lying. I'll, I'll accept the task. But mainly just so I can have something to do. This record this episode. Moonwolf tells you he will send along two others, Kinsom and Irup, to assist you. Learn that both these men are seasoned swordsmen, with a good deal of experience with this type of endeavour. Having accepted the task to plunder the wagon, travelling on Cotnar's Road two days from now, you are about to take your leave of Moonwolf, when the aging outlaw pulls you aside and speaks in a hush but deadly serious tone. I probably don't have to remind you, Zupi says, the best wit the best witness to such an event as will unfold on Cotnar's world is no witness at all. You will see to it that none are left alive to take word of this the city. Slightly unnerved by his statement, you simply nod and set about preparing for the task ahead. Hmm. This, this Moonwolf guy seems to... Uh, he's a bit mean. But I'm going to equip my best weapon. Not that I'll need it, mine, but I might as well. Two days later, finds you sitting on a steep slope overlooking Cutnar's road with Kimson and Irup. Through conversation with the two men, you learn they've been with Moonwolf for almost four years. They are well paid well enough for their labours to more than adequately support their families. It's not easy living, or easy work, says Kimson, a long scar 
visible beneath his scraggly brown beard. But Nevo is toiling away in the fields, or breaking your back in a thousand other ways. And, and to all that, Moonwolf is loose with his gold when things go his way. Suddenly, the sound of approaching horses sends the three of you scrabbling for cover. When you peer out from behind the tree that now conceals you, you spot a covered, a lone covered wagon drawn by four draft horses, with two men on the buckboard, rolling along the road below. Kimson looks over at you and nods. Ip-Ip grips the hilt of his blade in anticipation. Okay, I've got two options here. Notch an arrow and take aim at the wagon driver. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, now I'm, I'm going straight to murder, it seems. All right, all right, all right. Hmm. How about... Okay, I'm going to do this. But then I'm going to quit without saving. So it's not actually happened. <laughs> well, maybe I'll do that. Maybe not. Who knows? I'm going to notch an arrow and take aim at the wagon driver. You step into the open and quickly notch an arrow. Taking aim at the driver of the covered wagon which will be a difficult shot. Pick a number. Bonus of 31. All from archery. Boosted by the Grand Ashen Bow. Got to get 48 or more to kill this person. Who, do, who hasn't done anything to me at all. 115 success, 16 XP to archery. The driver's shrill cry shatters the serenity of the forest as he topples from the wagon, your shaft protruding from his chest. The man seated next to him reaches over and grabs the reins as the three of you charge down the hillside to attack. You reach the end of the road and Europe runs to the rear of the wagon. Well, Kimson pulls the man with the wa- with the wings from his seats. The man lands hard on his womb and grasps the alarm. Alarm. As Crimson raises his blade, prepared to strike him a death blow. Of two options: move to the rear of the wagon with Irup, or defend the fallen man from Kimson. The thing is, it's kind of hypocritical for me to turn around now, because I, I killed someone right at the start. So, I'm going to move to the rear of the wagon with Ewop. The scream of Crimson's victim reaches your ears as you arrive at the rear of the wagon and find Ewop engaged in combat with two sword-wielding guards. One of the guards turns his attention for Ewop and attacks you as you approach. It's a wagon guard. And I have no choice but to kill. Yeah, this, this this might be the worst thing I've done. The guard slashed at you with his short sword. You have slain your foe. 2 XP. The two wagon guards lie dead on the road. Eot smiles grimly and ties and, and climbs into the back of the wagon and immediately accounts for its contents. 
you are joined by Crimson, who is wiping clean his blade on a torn piece of his victim's shirt. All's here. Wine and gold, says Eor from the wagon. Let's move this lot safely off the road. You trawl alongside Crimson and Eor, moving the, the cast of wine and leather bags of gold to a safe location just inside the forest at the edge of the road. You then help hide the bodies of the slain before the three of you make your way back to the encampment. Moonwolf greets you upon your return and return to the camp and listens as you relate to him the details of the encounter. Moonwolf calls for a handful of his men to return to the scene of the ambush and to return with the gold and wine you have secured there. You have done well, Soupy says. The bitter struggle is made just a little easier for the likes of someone like you, such as yourself within our ranks. When the men, men return to the camp with the wine, gold and horses from the wagon, Moonmoth calls you to his tent and tosses you a bulging pouch. I again say well done, Soup, he says. One hundred gold tokens. Oh dear. So I've uh, killed... Two people, and was an accomplished of two other murders for one hundred gold. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This I'm not quite comfortable with what's happened here, but I've but I've done it. Let's just hope. Fortunately, no one knows what we've done. The aging outlaw tells you there'll be much more that needs to be done in the days ahead, and you will have need of your talents very soon. Strain up far from these woods, Soup, he says, as you both make your way out of the tent. I'll have need of you before long. Until then, take care. You bid Moonwolf and several others farewell before setting out of the encampment and heading back towards Twithic. 16 XP to general, and that finishes this adventure, or perhaps misadventure. Uh, no, no other adventures have been unlocked by doing that, but I'll just check. Maybe I have to talk with Moonwolf first. What happens if I go to his camp again? He says, something is a foot soup. I shall require your services very soon. I pray you do not stray far from these parts until then. Wonder what Moonwolf is plotting, what he has in mind for you. You bid him, him and others farewell, and make your way out of the encampment. Okay, I don't like what I just did. So, I am going to quit without saying. Yes, but <laughs> so technically, none of that actually happened. Yeah, but let me just check. Uh, where's the? Where's those orbs? Oh dear! Did I just did I just lose my second orb? 
Oh dear, I quit. I quit. I quit and I lost something. Uh, let's see. Oh dear. I lost some progress. Oh, well, well okay. I, I lost a bit of progress, but meh. Anyway, next time we'll be doing something else. But that, this will be the final part of this episode. And so, farewell, fellow adventurers. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.